You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hello, coaches. I'm really chuffed for, I'm trying to use these British words, I love them, for today because (laughs) I get to interview Tammy Stacklehouse and Tammy is a fellow coach. And I am starting now to bring in some guests to tell us about how they came to their niche and their audience and how they have developed their business, because I think it'll really help you as you are starting to do the same thing. And Tammy feels like a long lost cousin or like my best friend that I just met. I really love talking to Tammy and I'm going to have to figure out ways where we can do more of this. So yes, (laughs) Tammy, I would love it if you would introduce yourself and tell your story. Absolutely. Um, So I... I am first and foremost a fibromyalgia patient. Uh, I was diagnosed back in 2007, and I had been working a uh, a really stressful job. I worked for a software company. I actually managed the support department, so I managed the call center. I, I managed our our training events, the email department. So if you got stuck using our software, if you had something crash, if you had a problem, we were the ones that you talked to. So it was super super stressful because nobody ever called us just to say they loved us, right? It was always I had a problem. Um, And then, um, so I finally was diagnosed and just for many reasons could not keep working there. And like many of us, I... you know, I've, I've got talents, I've got skills, I want to contribute to the world around me. Uh, so I kept looking for ways that I could, I could work. And for quite a few years, like that just failed. You know, I, I would try different things then for one reason or another, it just wasn't working. And finally, one day, about three years after I was diagnosed, I was talking with my doctor about all of this and about how um, I just kind of had this vision of my life and the trajectory was all downhill. <laughs> and that was not the way I wanted my life to go. So uh, so I'm like, you know, hey, what, what can we do about this? And she actually referred me to a health coach in her office. And that was the main thing that really started to turn my life around, having somebody to strategize with and help me figure out how to implement all the things my doctor had been telling me all along, you know, like changing your diet and changing your your sleep habits and being nicer to yourself. But I just, I needed that, that person to come alongside me and actually help me figure out how that looked in my life. So I started feeling better, and um, when the time came again to start looking for something to do, I I thought about being a coach myself because I really wanted to to pass that forward, um, that gift that I'd been given of being able to start feeling better. Um, I really wanted to help others, and so that led me to to becoming a coach, and here we are. <laughs> Here we are. I know. Well, you know, your story, I relate to it on so many levels. And and the first is just that in trying to build my coaching business really big, I actually got sick and fibromyalgia is one of the things that I experienced. So I, I relate to you on that. Yeah. I also relate to you on that piece of really wanting to pass forward your 
good fortune, uh, the, the support that you received that helped you get where you are today. So that's so exciting. And I really appreciate your courage. So it sounds like a turning point for you. Absolutely. Making that decision to work with a coach was was the best thing I ever did, for sure. I, I am so passionate about people working with a coach. And it's not because I am a coach. It's because that's how my life changed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What happened then? So like many people, uh, when I became a coach, I, I came in through the health coach world. Um, you know, so many of us when we come in and, and even in our training programs, we're basically taught that we can help anybody who wants to have better health. <laughs> well, that's that's a big world, right? <laughs> yeah. And fortunately, I had a friend who taught a class. I had been a coach like just a few months, and her class really was all about finding your niche, believe it or not. And um, I, we were talking about this idea of, of me working with, with what I knew best, which was fibromyalgia. And I will never forget the first conversation I had with a fibromyalgia patient. I, I talked with her on the phone. It, it wasn't even a, a coaching call yet. It was just a get to know you call. And when I hung up the phone with her, it, I literally felt like I should take off my shoes and kneel on the ground because this was a holy moment and this was holy ground. And, and I always refer to that as my burning bush moment <laughs> because it was, it, it was just like, this is what I was made for. This is what I'm supposed to do. And, and it kind of sounds weird, but I felt like the world was revolving around me. It was like everything in my life had come together for this exact moment if people haven't experienced that, it's it's just magic. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, and I can just sort of picture in my mind all of this energy swirling around you yeah. and that sort of sense of, of the coalescing of your background, your story, everything coming to this particular coaching niche and target audience that you're going to serve. Exactly. Yeah, the burning bush experience. And I just want to say to coaches, if you're waiting for that to happen, don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> because it's not that kind of a thing. It, it's not the kind of thing that it, it necessarily happens in the same way for everyone. For a lot of people, that burning bush moment is going to happen by you getting in action and going ahead and moving forward on a target audience or a niche. So just know it doesn't always happen sort of at this beginning moment when you finish your coach training and, you know. Yes, absolutely. And I, I know that my situation was a little bit different. I had been coaching prior to figuring this out and it was just more, more just general health and wellness coaching, people wanting to lose weight or have, you know, lower their blood pressure or whatever. And I enjoyed that, but it wasn't magical. Mm. And when I, when I took this class and she was like, mm, I think you really should be looking at this. That is actually how I found this particular client. It was a, a friend of someone I was taking the class with. And she's like, oh, my friend has fibromyalgia. You should talk to her. And when I did, it was like, that was the confirmation. And I always, when, when I'm training my coaches, I always make them choose an, a niche as well. And I always tell them when you find your right person, like 
you know, like there's something about the flow of it that's easier. It's um, like you get better results for, for your right people. Uh, there's just so many things that all of a sudden click into place. And for me, it happened to happen really early on. Um, but as you said, that's not always the case. So how long ago was it, Tammy, that you actually decided to target fibromyalgia patients as your audience and to center your niche around that group? It was 10 years ago. It was in probably the fall of 2009. Yeah. So congratulations, by the way. Thank Uh, you. (laughs) You're 10 years in and that is pretty cool. And I also just would love for people to hear a little bit about the way your business has morphed over time. And so as you're telling us, maybe you'll tell us a little bit about obstacles as well as things that were working well and things that indicated to you how you were going to shift and pivot and and grow your business. Absolutely. So um, I I did great as a one-on-one coach. I really enjoyed that. Um, The first obstacle, of course, was even just becoming a coach. Um, I, at the point when I was introduced to my health coach, to the point when I became a health coach, was really only about six months. And at the point when I started working with my coach, I was actually in the middle of filing for social security disability. So my illness was pretty bad. And one of the big concerns I had was, am I going to be able to actually do this, right? Am I going to take on clients and then have to cancel on them? And, you know, all of these things going through my head of, is my health going to keep me from doing this? And so one of the things I did really early on was figure out how to how to design my my business, my work life, so that I would minimize the risk of me having to to cancel or whatever. So, you know, I did some of my very first coaching sessions from bed, <laughs> you know, with my laptop on my lap and, a, you know, a headset and my cell phone. Um, but I, and I specifically designed my coaching business to be virtually that way rather than working out of an office because I figured number one, if I had a bad day, I, I wanted to still be able to be there for my clients. But number two, same thing for them, right? Like if they're having a bad day, that's when they were going to need me most. And so working virtually just made sense with the population that I have. So that was really the the first challenge. <laughs> Beautiful. And then, um, you know, as time went on, I, uh, I started to really see that um, I couldn't help everyone, right? Like fibromyalgia affects about one in 20 women or so. And so it's, it's literally millions of people, just that one chronic illness. And I can't help millions. <laughs> so I, I, started, um, I started writing my book, my first book in 2015. And by the, by the time that finished, I think it had only been out a month or two, my one-on-one coaching practice was full. And I was getting email from people who had read my book and said, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I found you. Please help. And that was actually the worst feeling in the world because I couldn't help. My practice was full. I couldn't, I couldn't help somebody else while still taking care of myself so I could help the people I already had, right? So, so I decided at that point, I, I really have to figure out a way to duplicate myself. <laughs> I have to figure out a way to, to make more of me in the world. And the way that I decided to do that was to train up more 
fibromyalgia coaches. So um, I had the, that first class was in the fall of 2015. And uh, so, you know, we've been going for three years now. And right as of the, this recording, we're at about 40 coaches in about five countries around the world. And I think that's the, that's the most fun for me is seeing their clients talk about how much my coaches have changed their lives. Cause those are people I never would have been able to touch. Right. Because it's, it's a step away from me. Right. Um, and you know, there's, there's absolutely been challenges along the way. And the thing that I, I've always been the person who is more afraid of success than a failure. I always felt like I could do anything that I wanted to do, but the fear of success for me was, okay, so I do it. So I get there. Am I going to be able to maintain it? Am I going to be able to follow through? And especially having a chronic illness, right? It's like there's another factor in there besides just normal life. You know, what if I have a fibro flare? What if, you know, what if physically I can't do it, right? And the big thing I realized was that what gets you there is what will take you home, right? Oh, you know, say that again. <laughs> that what gets you there is what'll take you home. Yeah. And what I mean by that is just that the skills that you learn along the way, all of the things that I learned that helped me get to where I am are all of the things that are going to help keep me here, right? Like all of the things I've learned about self-care and managing my, my health and managing my business, like those are, those are the exact same things that I'm going to use to be able to maintain my business and, and stay where I am. And just really realizing that it's, it's a journey and that the journey is what changes you and prepares you. It's not like instantly you snap your fingers and all of a sudden I've got 40 coaches and how am I going to manage that, right? Like we start with one class. <laughs> Truth, truth. Yeah, I, I love what you're saying because you're talking about being in a developmental process as a business owner mm -hmm. and as a fibromyalgia patient yourself and allowing that transformation to happen in what seems like a loving and mindful way. Mm -hmm. you, you mentioned your book. I just wanted to get the title of it. Absolutely. It's called Take Back Your Life. And um, it's available on Amazon. You can get it um, electronic. You can get it in paperback. But if folks are interested in a free copy, I'll give you the secret link. Uh, you can go to takebackyourlifebook.com and you can actually get a free copy there. Fantastic. Takebackyourlifebook.com. And I'll put that on my show notes. Tammy has an institute, which, you know, you just heard that story, but I wanted you to give the link to that institute as well, Tammy. Awesome. Yes. So uh, it is the International Fibromyalgia Coaching Institute. And the, the easy short URL to go to is ifcinstitute.com. Great. ifcinstitute.com. Yep. You know, one of the things that I love about your story, I just put out an episode, I think it was episode 12, so people can find it at prosperouscoach.com slash 12, and it was what coach archetype fits you, and you are the teacher archetype, mm -hmm. and how I know that <laughs> is by the fact that you had a problem, 
the problem of fibromyalgia yourself, decided to target this audience, and in realizing that you had a problem, which was that you could not serve everybody who wanted your help, you decided instead of just to go, oh, well, I can't do it all, you decided <laughs> to find a way to mm -hmm. provide more resources to all the people who had fibromyalgia and wanted the help of a coach. That's the teacher archetype in a nutshell. It's the sense that you build something, create something, write something, develop something as a result of a challenge you have. And I, I just want to commend you. You've done some oh, thank amazing you. stuff, Tammy. It's really cool. And I also just wanted to be sure that everybody listening can really see the twists and turns and the way that you can pivot in your business. It doesn't have to look like the same thing all the time. In fact, for very few people, it will. And if you are lucky enough to be 10 years out as Tammy is, or to be 20 years out as I am, from the time that you launch, the way that you get to that 10 or 20 years out is through persistence and, and some consistency on the niche, on the audience, but also in allowing yourself to be surprised and open your mind to new ways of doing things. Absolutely. I, if, if somebody had told me right at the beginning that this is where I would be, I, I don't know if I would start, would have started first off. <laughs> um, because, you know, it's, it's, um, it feels for somebody just starting off, if you get that full glimpse of where you're going to be, that's not really who you are yet, right? So it feels big and it feels scary. Um, but just just focus on what the next step is on your journey and let the journey inform you. Let the, let the journey tell you where you need to go. Uh, I originally thought I was going to be taking people who are already coaches and teaching them how to work with fibromyalgia patients, but that's not what happened. What happened was I, I got a whole lot of fibromyalgia patients who are like, I want to take what happened to me and help somebody else. And so I'm helping fibromyalgia patients become coaches, which is, you know, kind of a flip-flop there. Um, but if I had stayed stuck in what I thought it should be, then I wouldn't be where I am today. So you really have to be, be open to, to letting your journey inform you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just want to say um, how much I've enjoyed your podcast, Rhonda, and how I've shared it with so many of my coaches. I mentioned it just so briefly, but um, I really do. Anyone who goes through my training program, I make them choose a niche. And it's because your niche everything comes out of that. If you don't know who you're talking to, you don't know where to advertise. You don't know what you should say in that advertisement. You don't know what to offer them as products or services. You don't know what your website should look like. You don't know what your business cards need to be. You don't know who you need to be as a coach, what you need to offer, you know, all of these things. So for me, it's like such a foundational thing to know who it is you're here to serve in the world. And if you don't know that, then you, I just don't see how you could possibly be successful because everything, everything grows out of that seed. Tammy, you are singing my song. I could not have said it better. I think a lot of people don't understand that targeting an audience and developing a niche around that audience, in other words, what is the exact problem you help that audience solve, is the first step 
and most critical step before putting up a website or creating a freebie or any of the other things that you might do, including all the tactics in the programs that people sell out there for coaches. Because without a solid, viable niche, serving a unique audience, you're just another coach scrambling to find clients. Yes. Tammy is launching her own podcast. Tell us quickly about that. Absolutely. So um, this is the fibromyalgia podcast. We'll keep it simple. Um, And at the point when this episode is out, um, you should be able to go to fibromyalgiapodcast.com and at the very least sign up to be notified when we launch. Um, We're looking to launch this spring for sure. And it is really a podcast that is focused on helping you feel better. Um, Those of you who are listening who have fibromyalgia, we are going to be talking with the top doctors, researchers, advocates, other providers. We're going to explore Western medicine. We're going to explore natural therapies. And rather than just helping you cope with having fibromyalgia or helping you feel better about the fact you have fibromyalgia, we're actually focusing on feeling better. (laughs) So like less fatigue, less pain, you know, and being able to go out there and live your lives. Fabulous. I'm going to be all over that, Tammy. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much and have a fantastic day. And to all the coaches listening, you too have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. This is so much fun. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.